Welcome to Let's Talk Packaging Industry with Nate Calvert, brought to you by Dempsey International Packaging. If you're a packaging professional looking for the latest industry insights, coupled with decades of industry experience, you've come to the right place. We're so glad you're here. Here's your host, Nate Calvert. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us as we go over five things to look for in a packaging supplier. First, technical capabilities in the rigid plastics components market. One of the most critical attributes that you can look for in a supplier, whether they're a manufacturer or a distributor, is the ability to provide accurate and dependable technical support. Almost anyone can sell a product, but few can provide the technical expertise that comes with being a qualified supplier. Here's a few key attributes to look for when you're selecting what distributor or manufacturer to buy from. Do they have employees with technical experience and skill? Do they have the information database, drawings, resin specs? Do they have a defined qualification process? What about their reputation and customer recommendations as a quality supplier? What's their supply channel for components? A combination of domestic and international supply is preferred to give a broad breadth of products and to also supplement domestic supply during high demand periods of time. Foreign supply of dispensing devices like pumps and sprayers is critical as many of these components have moved to offshore sources. Have they done the engineering work to ensure proper fit and function of components sourced from various manufacturers? What are their design capabilities? What is their established base supply sources? Do they have long-standing relationships and history with suppliers? What value do they bring to their supply partners? In the distribution market, the most effective distributors work hand-in-hand with their suppliers in managing the customer base. Open, honest, and transparency are key words to describe all of their actions. They provide value throughout the supply chain, including to the customer and the supplier, and they have a team-based approach to encourage success for everyone. What are their ethics? This is one of the key factors in selecting a distributor. Are their communications concise and clear? Do they share bad news as fast as good news? And when bad news hits, do you get the whole story or just fragments? Things go wrong from time to time. How a company handles those is a key indicator to their base ethics. What's their working capitals to support the business? Does your distributor have good credit with their supply partners? What's their credit approval process? A financially strong distributor will be diligent in the credit approval process. Do they reinvest in the business and their customers? This is things like custom molds, equipment support with suppliers, human resources, expanding product lines and offerings. Ultimately, your chosen distributor should act and feel like an extension of your company. They should work on your behalf with your supply needs, goals, and objectives as their number one priority. In return, you should expect them to make a fair return and trust that they're working on your behalf as a true business partner. Second, what's their knowledge of CPG supply chain management? Are you protecting yourself and aligning with business partners that understand your business and the challenges that you face? Having a secure supply chain is one of the most important things that your business can have. Good suppliers take the time to learn about your business. They invest in developing and delivering value-driven solutions, and they don't take chances or make promises that can't be kept. If you're forced to make compromises to your business to compensate for a partner's inadequacies, maybe it's time to think about getting a new partner. Third, they need to have a strong working capital position. Does your supplier have one? If this doesn't concern you, it should. Supply chain dynamics are changing quickly, and your professed industry expert may not be able to save you. Let's consider three current market dynamics that could shut your business down while you're on the stay-in-place order. 
Because of COVID-19, there's been a dramatic shift from food service to retail sales, given the closing of restaurants and social distancing. What does this mean for the current supply of packaging materials? The current market infrastructure is built around a healthy mix of 50-50. The shift puts stress on supply because manufacturing assets are not always easily adapted to producing both, so lead times jump considerably. Second, the world has finally woken up to the fact that clean and orderly are more than household rules. The current craze to protect ourselves, our families, our employees, and our friends from COVID-19 now means that we have to wash and sanitize ourselves, our work environments, our homes, and everything around us. Hand sanitizer is going to be the new chapstick of our generation. This has slammed demand for bottles, closures, and any packaging material associated with hand sanitizing, which is further filling the existing assets in the supply chain and forcing long lead times. Third, the last dynamic at play is that over the last two decades, the explosion of private equity into packaging manufacturing and distribution has severely reduced inventory levels in the name of smart working capital management. Most manufacturers today produce to order. The mega distributors set incentives and goals for their sales and operations teams to reduce inventory levels to 6 to 12 turns per year. This quiet, unforeseen move leaves very little margin for error when a situation like COVID-19 emerges. What's the point in highlighting the somewhat obvious? Smart companies make sure that their supply chain partners do not have weak links. Do they have an ownership structure and agenda that continually puts your company at risk of losing supply or running out of inventory? Do you really have visibility and a plan to manage through a crisis? Do they have a plan to protect you in the event of a world pandemic? They probably now have that answer. Do you have contracts in place to stop suppliers from shifting production to higher market-driven products that leave you without sales and profits? We will lose many businesses given the situation with COVID-19. It really is a crisis. We all know the adage that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We like to think it's better stated, what doesn't kill you makes you smarter. It's a good time to reassess your packaging supply chain and partnerships. Do the distributors you're working with have measures in place to protect you and your business after they reaped large profits for many years? Do they put you, the customer, first and make sure that they had enough inventory in place to keep you in business? It all comes down to their priorities on working capital. It's a simple asset management. Smart supply chain partners know the real assets are our customers, not squeezing working capital to inflate Wall Street earning returns. Choose your partner wisely. It might cost you more than you ever thought. Fourth, supplier relationships and creditworthiness are a must. What gives you the advantage in a crisis? Probably not leverage, because the harder you push, the less results you're going to get. What gets you down the road is your relationships and the ability to be nimble and quickly adapt to the market changes. Your supplier relationships can be the defining factor to keep your supply chain from crumbling. Companies that know the value of people have strong relationships internally and externally that they can lean on in a time of crisis. People take care of people, and investing and doing the right thing as a distributor pays big dividends, especially in a crisis. In this moment of crisis, we're seeing a breakdown that the traditional supply chain is not equipped to handle. Over recent years, consolidation and working capital pressures have resulted in longer, better utilization of manufacturing assets while distributors on the other side have reduced safety stock and inventory for customers. This leaves little room for error, or in this case, a real crisis. The result is many customers who thought they were paying a premium for distributors to manage their supplier relationships will soon find out they've been busy managing their bottom line instead. With lead times cascading into months instead of weeks, many longtime distributor customers will find their business in jeopardy, not from COVID-19, 
but from an overly narrow supply chain that's unable to react to market changes. And fifth, as you're looking for a packaging supplier, ask them about their import-export legal expertise. The world of international business is not for the faint of heart. Doing business internationally requires experience and deep expertise. LinkedIn makes it look like you could simply pick up, text a person on the other side of the world, and boom, you've got product flowing. But what many companies fail to realize is the peril that could come their way without proper legal expertise. We're fortunate here in the United States because we have basic laws like the Uniformed Commercial Code that protect our businesses and govern disputes. This isn't the case in many countries around the world. Treaties and trade deals further complicate jurisdiction and precedence. For instance, the new trade deal that replaces NAFTA allows the United States federal government to enforce trade disputes versus the old system, which was up to companies or individuals to foot the bill. The devil's in the details, a phrase we have all heard. And when your company imports products, it's accountable to both the exporting and importing countries. Taxes and tariffs apply differently to goods and services, and if you're not in compliance, you'll get a very nice bill for your lack of compliance. These things can seem small, but they could cost you dearly in the end. For most of us, the concept of wiring money to someone or a company you don't know and have never seen is a very scary proposition. Many foreign suppliers require payment up front or at the time of shipment, giving you little or no control. The perils dig even deeper when you receive product that does not meet acceptable quality standards. Buyer beware. At this point, you have little or no recourse to return or replace the product. Even worse, you could have failures in the market with your customer causing a recall or injuring someone. Charging on to the international landscape of supply chain management without experience and good legal advisors is kind of like going on a hike through the Amazon naked. We just don't recommend it. Keep these things in mind the next time you go looking for a new packaging supplier. You've been listening to Let's Talk Packaging Industry with Nate Calvert, brought to you by Dempsey International Packaging. To find out more about Dempsey International and how we can help you overcome your knowledge gap, visit www.dempseyinternational.com or feel free to reach out directly by emailing info at dempseyinternational.com. We'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. Just search for Dempsey International Packaging. Feel free to message us for more information. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. And always remember, we're here to help.